The question tonight, the question is very simple. Is vile and hateful and disgusting anti-Israel speech? Is it protected by the First Amendment? Is it protected, vile, horrible, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, say it, anti-Jewish, anti-Israel, anti-human, anti-is, is, directed, loathsome, vile, putrid, putrescent, fetid, feculent, rancid, horrid speech, is it? protected by the First Amendment. Of course it is. Yes. The First Amendment is, 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 is the, uh, the bedrock. It is here to protect the worst, the best, everything. Nobody uses the First Amendment to, to uh, protect you from the Johnny Man singers. It's to protect horrible, rancid speech. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand? Is it vile? Yes. Anti, anti, you you don't hear it as much, but I'm I'm, I'm sure it's there. Anti-Palestinian vile uh, uh, hatred speech is, is there again, I'm not hearing this, but if it were, it would be protected as well. But the first amendment protects you from the government telling you, you can't think something. You can't say something. That's what it protects. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that we as a society can't get upset or angry or, or we can't ourselves boycott people, shun people, remove, reject, whatever. No, 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 no. This is something which is the most critical. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you agree with me? It is important that we let the world know that we stand for something. We stand for something. And it is tough to stand behind some forms of speech. Hate speech, homophobic speech, transphobic, uh, uh, anti-white, anti-black, anti-American. Do you understand? Do you understand that this is what we're all about? To protect speech, to protect this thing, the First Amendment, up to and including journalism, up to and including Julian Assange, who is a journalist. He must be immediately released, but nobody cares about him. Do you hear what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to devote some time to this special thing called not freedom of speech via the First Amendment, because a lot of times it's not the government saying this. The government is not saying you can or can't do it, but proxies. Social media proxies are to the First Amendment what Hamas is to uh, Israel, uh, Iran. It's a proxy. It, it acts on behalf of. It's a militia. This is what we're talking about. So sit back, my friends. Enjoy the ride tonight. Let us hear. Let us hear what you think. Let us join. Please join. Join our statement. Join our scrum. Join our, our, our world. 
let me re -ask, uh, ask you, please, to I, I beg you to, to subscribe to this channel. We need every subscription there is. We need you to like it. When you like a video, it puts it into a, oh, uh, this uh, variety of, of algorithms with initialisms that I don't want to get into, but it means the most to us, and we thank you. We also thank you for your support and your donations and your 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 absolute incredible not tutelage but your 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 love we appreciate this now i read today that they're they're planning terrible weather coming el nino and that sort of things please i have been saying this forever it is important for you to make sure that when it comes to emergency food, you are taken care of and you have planned accordingly. And that's why this message is for you. And I want you to listen carefully to it. All right, fellow Patriot, let's talk about My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company. And it is more than equipped to stock your shelves in times of emergency. You can ditch the canned vegetables in the box pasta and the banana chips and the jerky. Their best-selling three-month food kit provides delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years. Now, these meals offer over 2,000 calories every day with a balance of protein and carbs to keep you fed and ready to go in the event of an emergency. Just add water and heat, then eat. Start or strengthen your food supply with this three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. So go to preparewithlionel.com to get ready. Preparewithlionel.com. I'm going to say it again. Preparewithlionel.com. Go now. Indeed, friends. Now, what I did today was Mrs. L and I had a wonderful afternoon. We did what we do uh, uh, dutifully. We voted. We voted. We had a, a rather, I would say it's a rather minimalist event. It was a couple of, I think it was just one, it was one um, city council um, seat. One. And there were two ballot initiatives, which I always vote no on. No. Let the legislators decide. Let them legislate. I'm not going to do this from the ballot box. Let them do their job. But I picked up Look at this, my little thing. It says, I voted early. Can you see this? I voted early, Board of Elections, City of New York. I love these things. You know why? I keep them and I use them later. I put them on later. Well, look at this. I'm a future voter. See this? I'm a future voter. What does that mean to you? It means I'm a child, right? Doesn't that mean? Doesn't that mean I'm a child? Or maybe I'm going to vote again in the future. You should have seen this trying to explain to one of the workers that this is for a child. not some, But anyway, what are you going to do? God bless the poll workers. They do the best they can, given the limitation that nature has provided. Uh, Sam Scheiser says the First Amendment should be altered so that the U.S. can be recognized as a Christian nation. Absolutely not, sir. But it's an excellent point. May I turn this to the crowd? May I turn this to others? Ladies and gentlemen, do you believe that, as Mr. Scheiser says, that we should alter, alter, alter the First Amendment, alter it so that it can uh, be recognized, who is going to be recognized as, as, as a Christian nation? Who is in favor of this as a Christian 
nation? Sam, that is an excellent question. And even though it is patently absurd, I love absurd questions. What do you think? Come on. The answer is no. Of course, no. Why no? Well, a couple of reasons. Number one, the Treaty of Tripoli. The Treaty of Tripoli. Uh, right around the Barbary Coast time, this was when the pirates were going nutty and going crazy. They were going nuts. The 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 pirates, pirates were going crazy. And at the particular time, uh, John Adams was asked, "Is it well? Are you a Christian country? Because they they are Mohammedans, as he called the uh, Muslims, Mohammedans." And he says, "We have to make sure that we establish this once and for all." So I think it was Article Eleven. I believe the Treaty of Tripoli that said this is in no wise a Christian country. We are no, we are not a Christian country. But you hear, wait, 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 wait. What about the people? What about the number of people? What about the folks who who themselves were uh, 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 avowed Christians and people who were who were themselves? Um, how do I say this? They were. They were uh, devout Christians. What about the what about the devout Christians? Don't they don't they stand for anything? My God, everybody was saying God and God and George Washington was God and he mentioned God and this God and everybody was talking about God and oh my God! It was, speaking of oh my God, it was incredible. Everybody you can imagine was talking about God. Well, doesn't that mean that therefore, since our founding fathers, since they were themselves a part of of saying this doesn't it mean that the the basis the bases of our of our um, country was in fact judeo christian isn't that isn't that fair isn't that fair to say that the that the bases of our country were judeo christian come on certainly you can understand that can you not can you not and the answer is that what they were specifically does not matter they were deists, and those are people who are defined as those. Well, let me, let me, you know what? Let me just give you a definition. Deist. Let me just, let me, uh, I came up, desist. There's a pun there somewhere. Here is a deist. A deist is a belief in the existence of a creator God who does not intervene in the universe and in particular in the lives of people. Cleverly, deists try to detach God from religion. And, and what does that mean? I don't know. I want you to understand something, dear friend. You know I love you. I love you. I honestly love you. You are so beautiful to me. You know it. It's true. Uh, and when it comes to your faith and your belief, I believe you are to be the most devout and the most honest and the and and the most the most um, uh, uh, dare I say uh, serious when it comes to it. I, however, am not of faith. I don't have anything that you can assign for me that has a name to it. I don't know what you call that which I believe. I don't know what you... And we love you too, Liz. Liz Solak, everybody, give it up. I, I don't know what this is. I'm like a Buddhist. The Buddhist is really an atheist. I am without theism. I am without faith. I don't speak God. But I recognize how important and how critical it is. And that's why I recognize and, and believe wholeheartedly in the free exercise clause 
and the um, really the establishment clause to an extent, which which prohibits the establishment of a national religion, which I think would preclude Sam's question, but also the free exercise clause, which prohibits Congress and the government from basically doing something to impair, impede, or affect your ability to freely exercise your faith. Does that make sense to you? Good. That's all that matters. I respect your faith. I respect your faith. I respect your music and your poetry and your and your 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 loved ones. You may you may love someone. You may be in love with a wife or a woman or somebody that I could not possibly ever understand or share that feeling. But that doesn't invalidate the legitimacy of your faith, not in the least, not in the least. We must always protect your ability to enjoy an unfettered exercise of faith. And here's the thing. If a person does not have the exercise of, 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 a, of a faith per se, does this person enjoy any protections whatsoever? Does, does an atheist, a true atheist say, well, what about me? You bend over backwards supporting all these people of faith, but when it comes to me, you don't even know who I am. You you don't you don't uh, recognize who I am. Now, let's talk about something which is very very important, and very very critical today. Mrs. Allen and I were walking, and lo and behold, there are pictures and signs all over the place of these uh, Israeli. Um, Hostages, hostages, and they were on. They were on um, various. Um, it was very interesting. Uh, I would say, do do you have the right to 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 uh, affix, attach something on, let's say, public equipment, public traffic equipment? I mean, do you have? Maybe I don't know. Does it? It's a fascinating question. Do you do you have some kind of I it's hard to say. It's hard to say. But 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 there they were. And I would say certainly, provided of course they're not violating some rule by defacing, you know, public policy and the like, by putting this, do they have the right to have this? Uh, to the, these posters and these uh, placards and uh, stickers to be uh, put up unmolested and un and and not ripped off by other people. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. You know him, you love him from parts unknown, weight unknown. Number sixteen in your program, number one in your heart. Here we go. The Stanley Fafara of our evening and morning set. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a Rafael Legonde who says, but we must take into consideration. In Salem, we hung a bunch of poor ladies for no reason. The church accused them of being witches, something weird. Raphael, I want to thank you, not for what you are, but for what you appear to be. Number two, I want you to understand that people did this, disguised as a church. There are people from churches and from areas of belief who do some pretty rancid and pretty terrible things from time to time. And I don't think that in any way should should invalidate your belief in something, but I do agree. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Now, let me ask you something. Mr. Redpill writes, I sacrificed faith for control. I don't know what that means, but I like that. 
When is a religious practice verboten? Answer my question. When is a religious practice verboten? When? When? Let me ask you a question. If I were to go into a baby's nursery, into a hospital, if I were to walk in there and I want to say, oh, there's a baby right there. There's a baby. And a young, young boy born. And I would take a, uh, a knife, a very sharp knife, and I were to cleave a portion of the prepuce, the foreskin, off. And let's make it simple. Uh, parents, the parents uh, consented. It was part of a religious ceremony. Or, or, or it might have been because of health reasons, whatever. Do, do you think that in some way, passes not only constitutional muster but legal muster when, when I am basically committing aggravated child abuse against a child. Sam Scheiser says the First Amendment should not apply to government criticism. The First Amendment should not apply to government, meaning I do not have the right to criticize the public. Is that what that means? The First Amendment, which is a freedom of speech, should not apply when I, I'm not sure I understand. If that's what you say, I think you'd have a, if ever there was a reason for the First Amendment, it would be because of that. But let's talk about this, Sam. I'm removing skin. I'm, I'm, I'm forced, this is, and, and someone argue whether the baby feels pain. I'm going to argue about it. How is it that I say, well, that's custom. That's custom. That's custom. That's that's faith. That's religion. We must suspend any and all recognition of that. Now, I don't want to go into the merits of of circumcision, whether you're a hard hat or anteater. That's up to you. And I'll let other people talk about that. Please, that's not the point. But the point is, it's a barbaric. If you think about it, if you didn't know what you were doing, it's like, what the hell is this? Do you know what medzitzibbe is? You're not going to believe this one. This was this is the one that killed me. This one killed me. Medzitze Bepe. M E T Z I T Z A H Bepe, meaning direct oral suctioning. When a baby is circumcised, some ritual Jewish circumcisors or moyim do a practice called medzitzibapeh. Medzitzibapeh is when the moil uses their mouth to suck blood away from the baby's circumcision wound as part of the circumcision ritual. After medzitzibapeh, some babies can get an infection. Some were getting herpes. A public health expert has found that medzitzibapeh can put babies at risk of getting a harmful virus called herpes simplex. Okay. This was actually going on. Babies born, their 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 um newly ablated prepuces and uh, penises cut, splayed, filleted, and a moil would put his mouth on it to either stanch bleeding or whatever it was. And one guy had herpes, some oral. And Mayor Bloomberg said, "All right, that's enough. You don't understand. No, 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 no. We're gonna. Mm, sorry. What is the story? 
How do you come up with a balancing act? How do you do that? How? How do you come up with a balancing act? How do you say, okay, this is okay, but this isn't. This is okay, but this isn't. We used to sometimes, over, I don't know about you, but sometimes babies, Cubans, uh, my friends would put babies, they would put, they would put uh, earrings, a little baby, little earrings. I thought that was a bit much, but it was custom. When does custom give way? Sam Shives, everybody, says the Second Amendment should be rewritten so that every uh, individual is trained and armed. Uh, the Second Amendment, by the way, by the way, uh, Sam, as you will know, interesting point, by the way, thank you for these most piquant and poignant and fascinating subjects. As you know, uh, the, uh, the amendments are not prohibitory. Uh, when it comes to citizens, the only, the only, the only constitutional amendment, the only Bill of Rights provision that you can, that you can violate, you as an individual citizen is what, children? Friends and family, what are they? What is the only Bell of Rise provision? Because it's always the First Amendment protects you from the government, from the state government. Second Amendment gives you the right, the right to to bear arms. Um, it doesn't mandate anything. It doesn't. It doesn't order anything. The Third Amendment is a, the right to be free from uh, having soldiers quartered against your will at your home. Fourth Amendment, search and seizure. Fifth Amendment is due process and uh, uh, the usual stuff. Uh, Sixth Amendment is right to counsel, speedy trial, etc., etc., etc. What is the only one? What is the only one? The only, 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 the only Bill of Rights provision that a private citizen can violate. Go ahead, please. I ask you. I ask you. I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, what is it? I'm going to wait all night long until somebody gets the answer. I'm going to wait all night long. What is the only Bill of Rights provision that can be committed by a, by a citizen? Come on now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it till you're satisfied, whatever it is. What is it? What is it? The first. No. No. But thanks for playing. You cannot, I cannot violate your First Amendment right if I decide to burn down your printing press. I am. The fifth. No. You can talk about this, but not chemical birth control. Remain silent. No. I cannot violate that. I cannot violate that. Speech. No. No. It's a little tricky, but not really. It, it, it kind of makes sense. This is interesting. I like the way you think. Though. I like the way you think. Is it arming bears? Yes. And yelling theater in a crowded fire? Yes. Fifth Amendment? No. Speech? No. Remaining silent? No. Fifth? No. Second Amendment? No. No. I cannot violate the Second Amendment. No. Free Palestine? There you go. That is not one, but I understand that. The answer is the 13th. Slavery. That I can violate. I, if I enslave you, I violated that. You can't mandate the 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 uh, the. Oh, how do I say that? The the provisions of the of the Bill of Rights are are protective. They limit the government, but not us. They limit the government. That's all it is. Now, when it comes to this, 
How many people believe? How many people believe right this moment? Uh, the Red Pill writes, our dear friend writes, free Palestine. Excellent. Mr. Pill, how would you do that? Let us have a discussion on that. Please tell me how you would do that. How would you do this? How would you do this? The C, 25th anniversary, Arab internment cans. Yes, fine. By the way, you have the right to say that. I, I give you the floor. I ask you to say that. And by the way, if you are of somebody else, there was a fascinating article in today's Jerusalem Post, I think it was, a, that said a Jew who 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 uh, who disagrees with this a jew who is who is contrary to this particular way of thinking is in fact not a jew not a jew because you cannot be either against israel or pro palestine or whatever it is you cannot you cannot you cannot be so i ask you my friends recognize them as a state anatonino okay very good we have the state of, is it going to be uh, free Sam Scheiser, ladies and gentlemen? Sam Scheiser and his cousin Budweiser. Thank you, Sam. Sam the Sham. Thank you, sir. What will it be? Will it be the uh, the uh, um, the uh, West Bank? Will it be Gaza? Will it be combined? Who runs it? Is it Palestinian Authority? Is it uh, is it Abu Mazen? Is it is it Nasrallah and the Hezbollah? Who? Who does it? Who does it? Who does it? Bringing all the Palestinians to Libya, give Libya a lot of money to them. No, no, you can't. You can't say, and you go, and you're gonna, and you go over there. No, that's like these, these, these crypto, these um, uh, purported Zionists who say, "I'm all for Jews having a, a free state." Get out! Remember that? It was say that. No, I'm all for this. I'm, a, I'm a Zionist. I'm a hundred percent Zionist. You and all your Jewish friends, get out. Go there. Get the hell out of here. That's what they did. That's what their version of it was, which I found kind of interesting. It's like, are you sure that this is the, what about the, is this the, what? Let me ask you something. Is it is it constitutional to hate Jews and or Palestinians? Do you have the right to hate them? Is hate constitutional? I ask you right now. Do you have the right to hate? Yes or no? I ask you this. Very important. Silver Fox says, have MBS be the adult in the room and settle this. That's what I've been saying for the longest time, Silver. Great minds think alike. See all this stuff, sending them away, sending them Sending them. What do you mean sending them? Who, by the way, is 100% on the side of Israel? Who, by the way, did we, is, is 100% unequivocally, uh, absolutely on the side of Israel, meaning that whatever they're doing, uh, whatever this particular phrase is, to, to level Gaza, to, 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 uh, to, to quash uh, Hamas, you are 100% behind them. Who is it? Anybody? It's interesting. Because you have the right to say that here. Please, ladies and gentlemen, you have the right to. I want everybody to speak their mind. Speak their mind. What is it? Hillbilly 55 is it? Hate speech, criminal statutes are a violation of the First Amendment. Wrong. But, I, but, but, but I'm kind of with you. Hate crime statutes, I believe, are violative of the First Amendment. Is it possible for you to believe be on the side of the Palestinians and the Israelis? Yes or no? Is it possible for you to do that? I believe so. I believe so. 
absolutely positively what happened. What happened to those uh, Israeli uh, um, uh, citizens by Hamas? It was horrible. It was despicable. It was terrible. It was it was the worst thing you can imagine. To and and by the way, we're going to argue whether people were raped or beheaded or whatever. I'll let other people do that. Okay, but all I know is it was pretty simple because we see the evidence as indicated from Hamas itself when they moved in and basically took over. They moved in and kind of took over, and they they documented very very clearly and specifically what it was that was going on. That was. That was just that was beyond incredible. That was beyond incredible. Beyond, I could not believe what I was seeing. Could not believe what I was seeing. That being said, my friends. That being said, how do we figure this thing out? Oreo says, "There's our good friend, cookie people, cream people, crumbs people, clean people, dunk people, dip people, gulp people." Thank you so much. Sit people, if you're wonderful, if you're wonderful, then let it show. People play, however, come together. Oreo people. Thank you. By the way, Oreos, vegan, and I love an Oreo. And I have never understood, I have never understood dismantling the Oreo. Never, ever. To me, it is, it is, I want, by the way, Oreo, thank you. <laughs> I want the Oreo in its entirety. And when it's entirely. And you know what? Broken apart. No, I think they're a sandwich and put meat apart. No, it makes no sense to me. This is what I want to do. Please, I want you to understand, my friends. You do not, you do not have to like Israel or Palestine or anything. This is this is a, this is a free speech zone. You can say whatever you want. I'm I'm fascinated. I want to hear what people have to say. And I and I am telling you right now. I am telling you. That there are people who are saying, you don't understand this. We've given the Palestinians everything. What do they want? Okay, that makes sense. The Palestinians who say, we live in horror, in terror. We can't go anywhere. This is apartheid. It's genocide. Do you think they're making this up? Do you think Do you think what they're just wrong? They're just all wrong? Sorry. I think you're wrong. I'm not saying they're wrong. My my uh, following, uh, passing judgment on that which is irrelevant in this particular point. There are very rarely, very very rarely, do you see something? Now, as far as BB goes, BB, then you know, I don't know what this guy's thinking. I have no idea what this guy's thinking. I don't get it. I don't get it. I have never seen in my life, in my life, such orchestrated. Uh, coordinated, choreographed, anti-Israel, organized around the world. Have you? What do you think that's about? What do you think that's about? As a as a as a witness to what's going on, what do you think that is about? I'm asking. What do you think? Absolutely, they have a point. They have a point. Of course. It's never going to be a two-state solution. Never. Never. It's never going to be, okay, we're going to get them. No. The bottom line is simply this. Okay. Rule number one. Israel, Gaza wants to be left alone. They want you to back off and let them go. Come and go as they please. It's their country. Um, 
you know, it, it's, it's like, um, trying to think, if we went to Mexico and they wouldn't let us come back to the United States, I can let the, you know, I, I, I could see them saying, well, you know, we don't want you coming into Mexico. Okay. But excuse me, I'm going home. You can't. What do you mean you can't? You're going to go there and you're going to uh, uh, raise money and uh, munitions and arms and you're going to attack us. I'm going to attack you so you're not letting me go? What? And that's what they're saying. Gazans are saying we live in this this apartheid. We live in this 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 penal this world where we can't even go. Just go on. Look at the look at people say. I can go here. Here's a map. I can go here. The the Israeli soldiers treat me terribly. I'm abused. The Israeli soldiers will say, "You don't know what we go through. What are you talking about? There's there's gonna, there's all. I mean, it's it's this. It's a mess. It's like taking a bar fight and moving the bar fight someplace else." Ladies and gentlemen, Edie Crowley says, now would be the perfect time for a Romeo, Muslim, and Juliet Jewish movie or play to come out. More love. Or artwork. That's all I want to say. Right there, front and center, Edie. Um, it's like taking, Edie's like, by the way, thank you. It's like taking a bar fight and moving it. Hey, let's move it into this bar next door. Everybody come, everybody join us. Come on, let's go next door. Where you can beat the hell out of each other in this other bar. That's not the way to do it. There's never going to be peace there. They hate each other. They want this particular real estate, and they have since the beginning of time, and that's it. And there may be lulls, there may be moments, but it's never going to happen. So what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? You 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 are not you, you don't understand this. Nobody is going to listen to your uh, suggestion. Nobody. Israel, yes, you're going to have to back off and let these Gazan people alone. Excuse me, these people are going to be sending missiles back. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. I I I dig, but. Uh, no, no, you, no, 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 no. This is, this is, this is not, this is not, this is not a good thing. This is not going to work. They're going to have to, they live in complete squalor. They live, don't look at us, look at Hamas. They're the, you see, this is where we go, we go through this again. Hamas, it's your fault. What do you mean it's our fault? It's not our fault. We're trying to protect them. No, yes or no. Yes or no, answer this question. This is my favorite. Is Hamas a terrorist organization? Yes or no? Number one for yes, number two for no. Let's hear it. We have, out of the thousands of people watching, answer my question. Is it a terrorist organization? Yes or no, I ask. Yes or no? This is my favorite question. Is it yes, is it yes? Everybody says yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. Andy Carmen says, it's an ideology. You're repeating that. It's an ideology with guns and paragliders. And you see where one of the Hamas leaders, they say he's worth $5 billion. He's in Qatar. Oh, this is beautiful. What a racket. 
When you call something a terrorist group, what you do is you immediately stop all discussion, all uh, rational uh, discussion of it. And what you do is you, you put it all aside, and you miss the point completely. It, 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 it does something. Someone says, Americans say yes. Yes, we say that. What about vis-a-vis relative to the, to the Gazans? Do they think it is? Depending upon what side you're on, Junior West is correct. Depends on what side you're on. If you're in Gaza and you say, you know what, I'm a 50-year-old man and I've never seen the attention given. I, nobody even knew we were here until Gaza did, until uh, Hamas did this. Nobody even knew we were here until this happened. That's the truth. You can call it what you want. You can call it what you want. And it's a, it's a ridiculous question. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever because we would say yes or no. Yes, it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It is critical for you, my friend. It's critical for you to understand very, very, something very, very, very specific. I want you to listen carefully. It depends upon from their point of view. That's all. There's no such thing as looking at it. Now, sometimes there are criminals who do terrible things. And we really don't care why they do it. Maybe a sentencing we might want to consider for amelioration or mitigation purposes. We might want to say, well, the reason why they... They robbed the place. Money. Okay, maybe, 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 maybe in sentencing, maybe that would explain some of it. But what I'm telling you, my friends, is that to the people, relative to the people in, in Gaza, those folks are saying, these people are terrorists. And the only way that this is going to happen is if MBS, in particular, comes out and says, all right, that's enough. That's enough. I don't want to hear any more about this anymore. You are going to stop this. You are going to back off. We're not going to have any more rockets from Gaza into Israel. You understand that, Hamas? That's you. This bullshit is going to stop now. And Israel, you're going to let these people come and go. And you're not going to cut them off and limit their calories and do whatever the hell it is. This is not going to be this open air, whatever. It's not going to be apartheid. That's over with. That's done. It's done. It is finished. And we're going to set up our own peacekeepers. Israel, if you're cool with this, and Gaza, if you're cool with it, we're going to bring in our own folks from Jordan, from Qatar, from the Emirates. Uh, and yeah, you probably don't want people from, you know, Lebanon or Iran, but we got to agree who's who. Forget the UN. They're worthless. Worthless. And we're going to have people who are there, maybe as their own human shield. But this is going to stop. The first missile, the first missile, we are going to presume, unless it's a false flag, we're going to presume it's from Hamas. And the whole game goes. And we're going to go in, we, as I'm in the US, and I'm going to take their money out of the banks, and I'm going to, I'm going to penalize You understand that? That's what we're going to do right now. We're in charge. No thanks, you win. No thanks, everybody. That's what we're going to do. Anybody? Hell, a serious question. What is MBS waiting for? Oh... Silver, MBS is waiting for the time when MBS knows exactly when it will be most propitious, most advantageous. Think about this very carefully right now. Let me also remind you as we take just a 
just let me remind you again. I got to tell you again. Please, please subscribe to this channel. You've got to subscribe. It is so critical, so critical. My friends, it is so, so, so critical that you subscribe and that you like these videos and that you you always hit the little bell so you're notified of live streams and new videos. And also, by the way, you know what's coming up? You know what's coming up in about a month? Christmas. Christmas. You know what makes a great stocking stuff? Fine for that or not. Oh, think about this. I got the best gift for you, and it's so easy for you to do. It's so easy. You just, you just go online, and you can, you can eat it. You know what it is? Let me tell you. Let me tell you about my great friends at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. And by the way, use promo code Lionel. Use promo code Lionel and receive a free gift. No purchase necessary. And yes, I realize that gifts are free. It's a tautology. Get over it. Sue me. So what are we talking about? How about Giza Dream bed sheets? MyPillow 2.0. Sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels bathrobes, name it, items to luxuriate and relax. And don't forget, Christmas is just around the corner. And yes, it makes a great stocking stuffer and it's fine for dad or grad. Made by the greatest company from the greatest people in the greatest country. Or call 800-645-4965 if you're OG and see how quickly Michael and Del Andrews a phone. 800-645-4965. But don't forget, only use promo code Lionel. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. MyPillow.com. Promo code Lionel. I love the discussions that we have, and I love the fact that we are, we are that, that it seems to be intractable. It seems to be that there is no answer to this. And the question is, is vile... And hateful anti-Israel speech protected by the First Amendment. Yes. Yes. This this people love the idea that you can't say that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Do you ever find do you hate? What do you hate? Do you hate people? When you see these snotty uh folks. Uh, tearing down uh, signs. You ask yourself, why do they do this? Ladies and gentlemen, here's a new name, Veritas 6464. Good day, old mate. Tell us again who made Hamas and why. Ah. Not who made Hamas, but it's a very good question, uh, Veritas. And thank you very much for your... for your. <laughs> it's not who made Hamas. But the same reason that who made the Muslim Brotherhood, the Waft Party, who 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 accelerated, who um, who made the Hamas? Uh, uh, well, it works like this. Um. There was a time when they believed that there was a benefit to try to reconfigure, to reformulate, to repackage uh, Hamas and the like into something a little bit different. Not Hamas, excuse me, Fatah. Fatah, uh, Palestinian Liberation Organization, PLO, and that sort of thing. They were rather secular. So I thought, wouldn't it be great if we 
bring on board these 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 uh, clerics, these these religious folks to act as a counterbalance, to act as an ideological counterbalance to these folks who will then act as a means of affecting and limiting and diluting the efficacy or the danger or whatever that is presented by this. One of the most stupid ideas in the world. Same thing with um, uh, the Waft Party. With, with, with um, Muslim Brotherhood. Same thing. It's like you're creating, it's like you're almost doing a gain of a function virus in a lab. It, it's, it's, it's like this. It's a gain of function lab. And it's, everybody admits it. I hope they don't do this anymore. It's ridiculous. Did did you hate Nazi Germany and Hitler? When you see that swastika, does something come over you? Do you, do you feel something visceral? Do you feel this visceral sense of horror? that comes over you, do you? When you see this particular geometric configuration, is there something that makes you think, oh dear God, I can't believe this ever happened. I can't believe it ever happened. Does it? Is there, is there ever, is there, is it safe to say that you hated, hated these people? Is it, is it, is it safe to say that you hated these people? that there was a sense of revulsion that you would not mind going ahead and basically eliminating people who were a member of this group, eliminating them outright, eliminating them, taking them out most, most violently. Any problem with that? You see any problem with that at all? Is that, is that, is that understandable? So it's not that hate is a problem. It's, you've got to have, the right people, right? Does that make sense? You got to have the right people. You just can't. You you just can't. You know, get the do anybody, right? Isn't that the way it works? So there's nothing wrong with hate. Hating's okay. Hating's okay. It's finding the people. Uh, Veritas says, sort of like Frankenstein's monster off the leash. Yes, or or like creating a bug or a or a mosquito, or some type of uh, critter to to throw the balance off? Absolutely. That's precisely what this is. And who thinks like this? They do. Sometimes people get to the point where they they, um, overthink themselves. Vietnam, the Vietnamization... Let's go and let's win the wins, the, the hearts and minds of these people. Let's let's go and let's let's treat them with this this new idea of it's 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 preposterous. The whole notion is preposterous. And when you start messing with people, but here's the thing, Veritas, which is the most important. There are some people which you're never going to be able to allow to to get their hands off each other's necks. Sam Ashizer says. We should get rid of the women's right to vote. Oh, there you go. Well, that's a good one. Very piquant. Uh, 19th Amendment? Is that what you want to do? Okay. I'll play along. I'll play along. 
there anybody here who believe that they write to vote? And by the way, Sam, you might want to you might want to say this. Um, you, you might not 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 in 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 support of what you're saying, but 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 um, there is something which is very interesting here. I am of the belief, and I think you are as well. I'm of the belief that um, since the the vote itself and the franchise is under such attack by virtue of what's going on right here, who are re- we really to say, or or who are we really to um, argue that? We as Americans have this indefatigable uh, uh, protection of the franchise because the franchise is great. We can't deny women to the right to vote, even though in in uh, Georgia and other uh, uh, states, in Philadelphia and others, it's it's been it's been suggested and and alleged that votes were just thrown and cast away. Um, incredibly, just so you mean to tell me that. I can't, as Sam wants to eliminate uh, the the right for women to vote, when you don't even respect the, the right for all of us to vote and to have that vote counted. Veritas says, now the flower of our youth have to get it sorted. You're correct about that. By the way, uh, Veritas, I, I'm assuming you're from Australia. And I... I love the way that Australia is is uh, represented in our country. Of course, Crocodile Dundee. We we have the most ridiculous kangaroo down. You know what? This always you know kangaroos and and uh, boomerangs and the the hat that one hat and you. It's almost racist if it wasn't a, a name with a race. It's always um, we never take Australians seriously. I, I, you, you, you know, good day, mate. You know, you always want to drink and shrimp in a bar. I, I, I understand that, but it's a, it's a real form of. I would say, honestly, God, you might say like a stereotypical excess, as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's horrible. Who are some of the people, by the way, in our countries who are, um, historically depicted poorly? I say Australians. I also say, um. Australians to be sure, but but also there's this. Um, I guess I guess for lack of a better word, there's a group of folks who are. Well, I remember years ago, they had this thing about Sicilian pizza. It was Pizza Hut or something, and they had these old Italian women, Sicilian women, you know, with the black dress and the chignon and the sensible shoes, and they all look like this. I mean, that's that's stereotypical. All, all Italian grandmothers don't look like this. It, I thought that was, it was kind of racist. Again, not racist, but what what people call racist because it's a it's demographically incorrect. It's it's weird the way they're always the way they're always portrayed. I think it's awful the way Germans. And I must admit, I never do. Do we ever hear German in our in my particular culture spoken beautifully or? I mean, you always have like Elky Summer. But those are like Swedish and others. Until Nina came along. Until Nina. I know this smells very provincial, but Nina, who did 99 Luftballoons, she was a beautiful singer. 
and it it's she's she gives such a lyricality. Again, I I'm not an expert on German music, but even the way we always portray Germans are always yelling and screaming and uh, and we show these stereotypical things about whatever. We look at people. I'm telling you right now, Americans look at Arabs. They look at people from Gaza, Palestinians, as being primitive. Not in our league. They're kind of like weird. And Israel, oh, a little cut above. Deep down inside, Americans say, I don't know what these people are talking about. They're crazy. They're arguing over this, and they wear a hat, and they don't want, and they want to kill each other, and they're just no going to go great. That's what America is. And nobody wants to say that, but it's true. Both Jews and Arabs and Muslims. We we have this thing. We just have this this weird stereotype as to what they're about. If you go there, so I guess it goes for any particular. And, and I am not a great traveler. I don't. But believe it or not, what I love to do, and you're going to laugh at this, but some of the best ways to learn about people is by their food. And Mark Wiens and I think Food Ranger and the guy with a red kerchief and others, you always have this kind of like unctuous, overly, and this is wonderful. Stop it. Anyway. But I want to see, I want to sit down and I would love to say, show me what you eat. Let me talk with you. And show me what you like. I don't want to talk politics. Show me what you eat. Show me how you eat. Show me what you eat. What is the thing that you enjoy eating with? Is it a, is it a naan? Is it a bread? Everybody's got some form of bread. My Tewksbury says, Sam Scheiser is my husband-in-law. Leave him alone. Well, there you go. Sam Scheiser is a damn good person. And don't you ever even suggest that I or anybody else would have the unmitigated audacity as to suggest that Sam Scheiser was doing anything or was being deliberately peaking or, or, or opprobrious just to, to get a, a reaction. You understand that? Uh, Aussie Larrikinism. Oh, oh, Aussie Larrikinism. Dillagaff with a beer and a smile. I don't know what that means, but God bless you. That is a, you know, I, 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 I do not know, and forgive me, the difference between Australian accents and New Zealand. Sometimes I'm a little thrown off. When I hear a New Zealand, I go, oh, that's New Zealand. But if I hear them right off the bat, I don't know. 60 Minutes Australia is the, is the supreme news source. And Sky News Australia, fantastic. Absolutely incredible. Incredible. I was looking, again, YouTube is my way of looking at, I was looking at, for example, in China, Chinese black people. And when I say black people, maybe African, maybe Trinidadian, maybe Nigerian, but they're born either in China or, or, or they are, um, or they're expats, and invariably, invariably, I hear this idea of if there is racism, and I may be wrong, but if there is racism, it's very minuscule. 
that the, if you want to see real anti-black racism, go to other countries. Not the United States necessarily, but other countries as well. Let me ask you this question. Why do people hate black people? Not all people, but what is the basis of racism? What's the basis for it? If you want to figure that one out, go back to the idea of anti-Semitism. That's why it bothers me so much when I hear what's being said about Jews versus Israelis or versus Israeli government. Why do people hate black people? What is it? What was that What was that initial thing that made people crazy like this? My toothbrush says, you don't get it. My husband-in-law is always right, and you're out here saying you don't agree with him. Okay. Excellent point. Thank you. I think he has a tremendous uh, 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 talent for being piquant. You disagree with that? Probably not. But let's go back to why people hate each other. What is it? What was it? When you're in the South, it's what you're taught. When you're in the South and you're told black people do this, they can't do this, they can't do that, they come. You know, I, it's just, if that's the way you're taught, that's the way it is. But what's the basis of it? What is the basis? What is the problem? I mean, what? You've, there, there has never been, ever, in our country, to, we could say now, but historically, where uh, black folks were in the majority or enjoyed any kind of uh, prominence in terms of government compared to us, where, where, where did this hatred come from? Where? Uh, Marsha Mills says, Louisiana is low-hanging fruit for stereotypical humor, speaking as a proud native of our beautiful state and its rich, diverse culture. Martha, I thank you so much for that, seriously. And there are three, three states which I think recognize or should be recognized as being completely and totally all their own in terms of ideology and uniqueness. Texas, West Virginia, and Louisiana. There's no doubt about that. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who's always peaking, always, never rides the fence, never sugarcoats it. You know him, you love him. Here he is, Sparky, who says, the world won't soon forget them. Israel's taking such a worldwide PR hit that they'll be lucky if in 75 years an Israeli Defense Force veteran gets a standing ovation from the Canadian Parliament. Wow. Interesting. That was very good. In view of uh, what has happened lately regarding uh, uh, various uh, uh, standing ovations. That was that was your that was your best one so far, absolutely your best one so far in terms of the. I get it. PR, the worst, the worst. There was a time in this country when the notion of Israeli anything had it. There was a kind of a neat sound to it. It was like dangerous, you know. What is this? It's um, it's Israeli uh, uh, martial arts. Ooh, Krav Maga. Yes. Ooh, yes. There was a guy. <clears throat> I'm not going to tell you, but friend of a friend of a friend. I knew his. It doesn't matter. But you would know his name. Believe me. Big, big, big star. And he said in in Hollywood. It was considered the thing to get an IDF bodyguard. That was, I don't know how that would be now. The American Historical Theater says, American Historical Theater provides a world-class historical characters and interpretations. We provide over 100 characters and a variety of programs. And we thank you for that. But don't forget the great words of Tolstoy, history would be a wonderful thing 
if only it were true. That's all I'm going to tell you. Uh, Veritas says, Larrikin, happy-go-lucky, carefree, footloose. Let me look up. Let me look up this. Larrikin. Larrikin, L-A-R-R-I-K-I-N, is an, is an Australian English term, meaning a mischievous young person, an uncultivated, rowdy, but good-hearted person, or a person who acts with apparent disregard for social or political conventions. That's me. That's me, larrikin. I like it versus a ramekin, which is what you use when you're cooking. Um, I would love to say to you that <laughs> Dillagaff, do I look like a, okay. Hang on, go over here. I love new words. Uh, Dillagaff. I do not see it. What does Dillagaff mean? Dillagaff mean? oh, do I, what does Dillagaff mean? Do I look like a, yeah, okay. Express a concern. Uh, do I look like a, that's interesting. You know, um, one of the uh, things you'll like about this, uh, Veritas, is that I am a uh, purveyor of uh, the dirty word. Sam Scheiser's back for more. I want you to back off on Sam. Sam, Sam says, uh, racism is being orchestrated by the U.S. government in order to create division. Uh, I certainly think it's been exacerbated from time to time, but I think probably the, the, the oh, well, you could argue what started initially was slavery. At, at least here, when you were, when, when you were told, see those people, they're slaves. They're chattel, cattle. They don't matter. It's probably, one could argue, if that was being endorsed by the government, you're on to, be, you're on to uh, say something about that. Can you say things about black people in this country? If I were to say, hi, I'm from another planet. This is, this is, I got this guy here. He wants to ask you a question. Can you give me, can you say some things about black people? No. <laughs> no. Really? Not at all. Nothing. Oh. You sure about that? Positive. Because you see, I'm um, I'm in charge of a, of a company that wants to spend about a billion dollars in ad revenue. And I'm looking for a, a uh, Madison Avenue type company to tell me some of the trends and some of the characteristics of black folks. And apparently you can't. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm looking at this from the viewpoint of a, from the viewpoint of a, um, of a, uh, uh, a, kind of a PR vantage point to tell me specifically what it is that they do and the way they act and whatever. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I had a friend of mine one time who owned a bar. He owned a bar in a, in a series of bars. He owned a bar in a, what you would call, I don't know what you call here, but the, a project. This was in a housing population, which was exclusively black, low-income black in Tampa. And he had series of, not, not in, the, in the project itself, but, but, but adjacent to it. And he would tell me things. He had absolutely not, this was his clientele. He knew specifically what things worked, what didn't work, what drinks worked, what different behaviors, times of the week, 
times of the day, mores. Uh, this is barring. And, and, and you might argue this is from a particular group of people. Okay, fine. If you want to own a Greek diner and you don't think you know anything about Greek people, if you, if, if you, if you think you cannot make generalizations about people, you're out of your mind. Mike Tewsbury said, thank you for taking it easy on my husband-in-law. He's an emotional support dog to me. As well as he is and appears, and I and I can understand well. well and I, I thank you for that through my uh, gibberish here. A friend of mine told me one time, great advice. He said, if you ever want to, young men should get advice on how to talk to women from gay men. Guy I talked to was in a was a hairdresser, straight, married, kids, but he's worked with gay men his whole life, and they do far better in the in uh, styling and cutting and coloring than straight men did for a variety of reasons. And he said one of the things he noticed, he says from watching, he said they absolutely positively get along so well with women. Men, I don't know about men, men, sometimes your your wife will have a gay friend. Mrs. L has so many gay well, acquaintances, both of us do. But I know what he's talking about. And if I say these things, people think, oh, you're being general. No, I'm not. But this one friend told me this. He said, let me explain something to you. He said, all all young men who are out trying to court women or listen, he says, you, you're, you're doing it all wrong. He said, watch a gay man. Because women love to talk. Is that generalizing? Of course it is. Women love to talk. Women enjoy talking more than men do. This is a fact. But how they talk is a different story. So what he said was, first of all, he says, gay men always dress very well. Spend an inordinate amount of time working on dress and how they look, and it's very, very important. That's number one. Number two, not all, but 99%. Number two, he says, when you talk to a woman, talk to them like their mother, not their father. When something goes wrong or whatever, don't say, why'd you do that? Or what's that all about? That's how your father would say it. Instead, you say, well, how did that make you feel? Are you okay? Tell me about it. What did you do then? How did you feel? And what did she say? Love this. And it was the most, the best bit of advice I've ever heard in my life. And it was fascinating about generalizing about gay people. Isn't this something? Isn't this something that's something which is uh, considered by many people to be uh, a form of pathology, gayness? Has not in all cases, but in so many cases, either produced or been accompanying some of the most talented people, bar none. How is that? Why? Why is? Why is? Why does this particular predilection towards a particular form of attraction lend itself to? Not in all cases, but a lot of cases, artistic and um, fashion um, uh, perception that we don't see elsewhere. Why is that? What is what is women don't necessarily have that. Women are not necessarily fashion prone. They're, women are not. This is different. It's like a hybrid. Why is that? And this has been as a compliment. I'm, I'm, I'm not being gratuitous. Of course, today you'll get into trouble no matter what you say. There are things that we notice about people. And I'm telling you, if I go to your area, if I go to your country or your, your, your country or your city, if I, you don't, you can't tell me anything about this. 
You don't think I can tell you about New York? Certain parts of New York? They're different parts. If I said, I'm going to take you to Arthur Avenue in the Bronx, very Italian area. I want to sit there. See if you notice anything. Can you pick up any trades? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Let's go to Williamsburg. Heavily Jewish population. Want to see the Lubavitchers? Want to see the Hasidim? Look, look. Do you notice anything? Yes, of course. Where would you like to go? You want to go to Greenwich, Connecticut? You want to go to Lansing, Michigan? You see how people act. There are tendencies that people have idiosyncratic um, behaviors that it's not racist to point them out. It's a matter of being obvious. Sparky says, in the course of studying real history, I found there were times when racism only went as far as preference, like preferring brunette over a blonde. When government codifies it, racism is gets worse. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. Let me ask you this uh Sparky, is racism ever positive? Robert De Niro has a propensity, it seems, a predilection, a propensity, a, pro, a proclivity for finding, ostensibly, black women attractive. Ostensibly. Okay? Ostensibly. Is that racist? Or is that, as you say, a preference? What is the difference between a preference and a fetish. When is a fetish a fetish versus a preference? When do things how we we know these things. We know these things. Let me give you an example. Gradations of language. I've got a friend of mine one time who's Irish and he says, Excuse me? Can you tell me where the toilet is? And I said, you know, let me just explain something. I said to you, the bathroom, the bathroom, the men's room, the ladies' room, but that that's what we call the restroom, the men's room. You're talking about the toilet. To, to us, the toilet is the actual physical object itself. It's the toilet. It's the, the thing in which you deposit whatever it is. That's the toilet. It's considered crude and rude and all this stuff. That's what a toilet is. He said, oh, I didn't know that. I said, yes. First time I heard this, my friend one time said, uh, I want you to meet my my partner. I said, oh, oh, hey, hey that's great. No, seriously, I, I, I didn't. No. And he had a name. I'm not going to mention her name. I didn't know it was a name, but, he, but it was a name. The way he said it could have been anything. Because, you know, you get names like Siobhan and Roisin, and you, you, you can't spell them with fathers. And I don't know how to help us spell these. What's his name? Simta, Simta, you know, okay, I don't know what that is, but but he's a partner. I thought he was gay. I had never heard the European partner thing. This is a while back. I had no idea. I said, you know, when I met her, I said, you might, you might want to, I mean, it's okay. And then he says, what are you, pissed? I said, no, not really. He meant drunk. I thought he meant pissed off. Different things, different things. Well, if language can be that confusing, so can ideas and so can items. Let me, let me ask you a question. Your your hypothetical, your husband, your son or your daughter comes up and says, Dad, Mom, I'm marrying somebody. They're white, you're white. He's black. What do you say? What do you think? Be honest. What do you think? What do you say? 
This is what you say. Well, as long as he's happy, right? I want to meet him. Now, you would normally want to meet somebody, right? But be honest. Talk about what you would really feel. What is it? Ah, Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde, the genius of geniuses. Indeed, sir. Thank you, Sparky. Um, What would you think? Sparky, what would you think? Would you be happy? Would you would you say that's great? I know some people who would because they're they're you know. Or would you say, well, you know, this is a rough this is a rough country we're living in. I hope everything I hope that, you know might be rough because people are stupid. Now is that is is that a concern for them or is that racism? If your son came to you and said, Mom, Dad, I'm gay. You would say, we love you, no matter what. Are you happy about that? No. Are you homophobic? When does a dislike, a preference, or a or an idea? You might say to yourself, if you're Jewish, a, husband, a, a young man um, marries a shiksa, you know, she doesn't want to convert. Maybe there are considerations regarding the, the race. When does a preference, when do your strong feelings override, or, or when are they acceptable? If you said, I would prefer my wife or my son's wife uh, uh, be educated, have a college degree. What if you found out that your your husband, your son or your daughter came home and was in love with somebody who was paralyzed in a wheelchair, couldn't move? Do 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 any of do do you if you show a reluctance, if you show something less than overwhelming, delirious excitement. Are you a racist, an ableist? See, this is this is what I love to, I love the fast. What is a racist? How do you even define it? I think a racist is somebody where you believe. A racist is somebody who, is, who believes either I am superior to them or they are inferior to me. Right off the bat, without saying anything. Across the board, 100%. Ah, there's a, but nobody's, for a variety of reasons, either because of some kind of a genetic thing, culture, uh, whatever it is. A racist is somebody who starts off with the idea that somebody is not as good and will never be as good. And you will tolerate them. You will placate them. You won't do anything wrong. But you'll be very obsequious, very fawning. Very, you'll be a little, you'll bit, uh, you'll be a little bit, uh, a little rough to them. But, but that's the way that goes. Now, now, what if the opposite? What if you say, I want my I want my daughter to marry a black man because it would be great because I could show, as our friend used to say, I'm Afro-sympathetic. It would be terrific. And they can adopt a Chinese baby and get a, a French bull and they'll drive a ring and this would be great. A black husband would be great. Makes us look, you know, hip. Makes us look, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Is that racist? What do you mean? That's positive. Is that racist? Am I taking my particular def- definition and twisting it by virtue of saying, "Well, I'm, I'm, I'm," you know, I'm, I, you know, it's, 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 it's positive. But isn't that racist? Where I'm taking something which I hope he's left-handed. I hope he's left-handed. Why? Well, we could use a, you know, a softball for a, for a softball team. Okay, well, that's different. I 
believe in Potter Stewart when he said in the in the Jacobellis case, I know it when I see it. I know it when I see it. Having a if you say I'm not crazy about this. Sorry. My son's going to marry a Puerto Rican. I'm not crazy about this. What does that mean? I don't know. They're probably not crazy about it either. Why? Because it's not from our... I don't know. I don't... Is that racist? What's wrong with that? Why is that bad? Why, why is that even bad? Insidious says, not buying the official ACH story. Okay. And interesting. Uh, why Why would you uh, not, uh, per se? Are we talking about um, ACH payments, automatic clearinghouse? Uh, are we speaking of uh, something, uh, any particular type of it? Like pasta in Italy and meat pies in uh, Australia, it's a culture. You know, it's funny. My friend, my dear friend uh, is from Adelaide. One of the nicest guys in the world. And he never went crazy unless anybody talked about shrimp on the barbie. He says, you know, he says, I can't do the accent. He says, you know, I, I only saw and uh, I only saw I only saw a kangaroo once in a zoo in San Diego. Think about that one. Sparky says, I've dated all flavors of women. I can't see racism as positive other than physical description or medieval or medical issues. Interesting. See, that's my, see, my, my, my thing is, Sparky, I think there is this realm where I am a person who has an opinion about everybody. I am a, I am an, I have an opinion about everybody. I'm very, very opinionated about everything and about everybody. There are people I like and don't like and people I don't particularly care for. And the first thing I would look, if I looked at somebody, I would say, I don't like their family. I don't like who these people are. I think they're low rent. I think they're trash. I don't like them. They get drunk at weddings or whatever it is. I don't like them. I just don't like any of these people. I think I think I think they're they're I think I'm better than them. Let's say I were to say this. And they're white. What does that mean? Is that okay? Is that okay? Why? I don't like this one. They're rude. They belch. They have terrible manners. They get drunk. I don't like them. You know, I, they, there's nobody who's got a degree in the whole group. Does that make me a, a, a white racist? Now, if I took that same group, said the same thing, but they were black, am I racist now? When, I, when if I said the same thing about white people, that was okay? Insidious says, yes, automatic clearinghouse. I like this. These places are required to maintain business continuity disaster recovery plans to ensure they can continue to deliver mission critical services. Maybe this is a test. I want to party with you, and I want to party with you. I'm an Adelaide boy in Cooper Petty. I hope I've said Cooey. I know you're saying something. Uh, I was a big fan years ago. Of a man from Adelaide, his name is was a great disc jockey for years. Bob Francis, one of the most celebrated, great, great, great. He was a, a friend of mine's father, and he was just terrific. I think Little River Band, Glenn Shorrock and B. Bertles. I think they're from Adelaide too. I think I don't know. Little River Band, one of the most under. Rated bands ever. 
Okay. You got that? Absolutely underrated. But I, I, I don't want to go to Australia because I cannot fly that long. I, I'm sorry. I love you. I love you to death. I cannot do that. Uh, unless I'm sedated, maybe. I don't want to do that. Um, I flew to Israel, I thought. Uh, that was forever. That was 10 hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, nonstop. That was, and that's just 10 hours. I, I, I can't, I can't even imagine. I, I, I can't do that. I, I hate flying. I hate airports. I hate everything about it, but I wish I could snap my fingers and say, I want to spend time with you. And I want to go and I want to see what you do. And whom you hate. I am, I'll tell you one thing I am. May I say something? May I admit? And I'll be the first one to tell you. I am not a racist. I don't, put it this way, if I'm a racist, it it doesn't, or homophobic, I don't ever get the chance to, to, to use my homophobia or my racism. But I will tell you what I am, which I'm biased. I'm an ageist. I have to listen more to young people because they annoy the shite out of me. Um, and I realize they don't know what they're talking about. And I, and I find myself thinking that. And it's terrible. I, I just, I don't want to be around them. I don't particularly, I mean, I, I sort of, I, I cannot, I cannot. It's like another, I never, I, I never thought this was possible. I never noticed it before. Maybe, maybe I was closer to that. But uh, people in their 20s now, oh dear God, no. I have no and maybe they look at me the same way. Maybe they look at me and they say, this guy, he's from another planet. But I, I just, I, I I see that weird kind of look in their eye and I don't see any kind of, nothing in common. And I, and I see a kind of a detached inability to really think logically and rationally. I don't know if that makes anything. Uh, Veritas says, I knew Mr. Francis plugged my Cambodia exhibition. Oh, he was something. This guy was huge, big, jolly guy, rode a Harley and... Uh, great, 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 uh, talent, um, loved by the, so anyway, this is fascinating. Have we had fun tonight? Have we hate? Oh, I hate tattoos. Oh yes. Oh, thank you. I, I will do my best. I don't hate people with tattoos, but I hate tattoos. I hate them. Another one too is, um, you know who I'm, I'm finding, I don't hate, I don't use the word hate. Uh, there's somebody that I despise. Her name is Paige Spiranak. I am, and I'm going to say this. This is the way I feel. And I'm going to say this. This is a woman who is apparently, she wants to show you, look how buxom I am. Okay, great. Look how sexy I am. Okay, okay. This, this, I I detest this. First of all, what are you doing? Number one. I know it's been around since forever, but do you think I'm going to somehow lose my mind? Me, retired photojournalist, former war correspondent and vet. Oh, I love war correspondents. Oh my God, there's that... Who was that one? They knighted him. Oh my God. He had the. Oh. 
Michael Herr is still the best. The uh, dispatches, I think dispatches, still the best Vietnam book by war correspondent. Unbelievable. It makes you a culturalist, not a racist. Could be. Could be. But this page, Spiranak, their name Spiranak. First of all, I'm going to tell you something right now. And I don't fit in, and I've never fit in, but I'm going to tell you something. I don't like to use the words slut, skank, skeeve, slattern, trollop, mere tricks, uh, ho, you know, whatever it is. It's a free country, you can do whatever you want. But when somebody goes out of their way to try to seduce the world, it makes me say, do you have any idea how pathetic you are? Do you have any idea what social media has done to take normal women and turn them into these uh, monosyllabic, like, look how sexy I am. You know you want me. You know you want me. And what I don't understand is I'm saying, if you're, if you're uh, breasts are hanging out, why don't you just, 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 Take them out. Here in New York, it's not against the law. It's true, by the way. Being topless in public in New York is not against the law. Why don't you just take them out and just show the world? What are you, what are you, what are you, uh, what are you trying to do? You're a golfer and you want us to see your, your, your breasts all the time because you're what? And now I understand this. She says, I make a lot of money. I'm sure she does. Some men go apeshit over this. I understand this. It may it turns me off because it makes me say, like, do you think I'm going to what lose my mind? What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't you have any self respect? It's called modesty. The sexiest people in the world, the sexiest women, are modest. That that's the the the, the beauty or, 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 or is is class and finish and refinement and air and attitude and uh, how they carry themselves, what they say, what they think, the way they prevent themselves, show self-respect. The first thing I think of when I see somebody walking around, I'm thinking, were you abused as a child? Is this the way you get your attention? Is, is, this, is this the way that you find yourself um, Gratify, or do, 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 do you feel like, like, like you're noticed this way? I know it sounds terrible, and I'm in the minority here because most, most men do not. Isn't she hot? I think it's disgusting. Disgusting. I mean, do you not know? I mean, have you? I, I mean, seriously, I, I, I don't want to be, but have you ever seen a woman before? Yeah. Okay. So this is not like the first time, right? It's, I can see if you, hey, I've never seen a. Uh, you know, a, a Tyrannosaurus. Or, yeah, okay, yeah, that's that's interesting. But but sometimes I think men are like they're, they're little boys and they're kind of trained to act like that. That drives me nuts. And and there is nothing. Now you figure that am I a misogynist? Absolutely not. Oh, look at this. Gotta go, old mate. Love your work. See you later. Eh, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for that. And thank you so much. Sorry. You, you, you've been terrific. Thank you very much for your kindness. Uh, thank you. Truly, 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 truly. You're a good man. I think we've spoken enough. Are you probably uh, uh, done and tired with that? That's okay. 
I understand this. Uh, oh, look at this. Liz says, I hope I was able to pull off a classy refined act at your show. Are you kidding with the parasol? And the uh, the uh, the uh, minuet? Absolutely. So my friends, I want to thank you for this. We've been talking now an hour and uh, 27 minutes. And I think that's enough. A lot of fun. You've been so terrific. Veritas, thank you so much, my new friend. Sparky, thank you. Uh, Insidious, thank you as well. Uh, uh, Insidious, Sparky. Um, oh, Mike Tewksbury, thank you, Mike. Uh, Sam Scheiser, Sam, you were the hit tonight. You were the hit. You were you were without peer, my friend. American Historical Theater, thank you as well. And uh, thank you, Martha Mills. Thank you. And um, let me see. Uh, and that's, uh, oh, oh, Silver Fox and the lovely Edie Crowley and our friends at Oreo, by the way. Oreo, by the way, is vegan. Just to let you know, whatever that means. Rafael Legonde, thank you so much. And thank you for being a part of this, this thing of ours. Remember, I love thinking through things with you. It is an honor spending this evening with you. You have a great and a glorious day. We will see you tomorrow, my dear friends, at uh, 8 a.m. per usual. Have a great and a glorious day. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, please don't ever change. I mean, this is really... And by the way, speaking of shows, and this is very important, I cannot say this again. I want you to know that I'll be returning to the cutting room on February 3rd. Go to the cutting room... Uh, uh, Actually, all of this is all of the things we talk about are here in the description section. Please, please go and say hello. We'll have a grand old time. We'll have a gay old time, as Fred Flintstone was saying, but I think that could be taken the wrong way, uh, which is not that there's anything, of course, wrong with it. Don't forget to follow Lynn's Warriors and uh, on uh, Twitter, X, and YouTube as well. All right, dear friends, have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. You were without peer. Uh, 8 a.m. tomorrow, Easter time. Don't ever change me that sincerely. And until then, remember, the monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.